0: on this week's Two Beers Deep. The Steelers are coming off a hot win on the West Coast, thanks to Duck Hodges. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of that. We'll talk some NFL news around the league, some fantasy football, as well as I want to know how many people Greg knows in the XFL draft. So if <laughs> you know anything about us, we're big draft guys. It'll be entertaining. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Three, two, one, action.
1: Hey! no, no. no, no.
0: Not have beer today because nope. I get paid on Wednesday and I didn't feel like getting any.
1: Well, that and I'm also on antibiotics till Wednesday, so I can't drink anyway. That's a very good point. Yeah.
0: Uh, welcome back, guys. This is Two Beers Deep brought to you by Thoughts from the Bench. Um, we just came off our live show at Scratch, which was one of our more successful shows mainly because we had a different co host.
1: We did, yep, <laughs> for the second half. It was uh, yeah, just for the second half. It was the Moorhead Takeover at 7. So yep. I, I think that went over very well with uh, the audience and, uh, do too. and the viewers as well. Yeah, Morehead is my cousin.
0: He's our ranking. He just does rankings. He did uh, what was the one he did at the
1: live show? The one that he did of uh, at just this past show. one. Yeah. Oh, the uh, top ten ska bands. Uh, ska bands really threw people off too. I like it how did. he had. I like how he had to spell ska for people to understand. Yeah, that. it was. Um, he's a. It
0: was different, but he did well. I thought he. Did okay. I mean, real I like, big
1: fish obviously has to be number one. <laughs> I feel like different is kind of the epitome of Moorhead. but no, he he held his own. He was he was very nervous. I could tell too, especially after it was done. He was like, oh, yep, yeah. It's like I don't get how some people get so like antsy after co-hosting with you. It's it, I find it very easy it's to two co-host years. with you. That is very true. it's two years. <laughs>
0: it's been two years of constant uh, constant co-hosting.:
1: Constant co-hosting, constant bickering, constant ca- constant like helping you chill out and stuff, like keeping you in your lane and all that, so yeah, And shit takes that you send.: uh, I don't have as many shit takes as you.: It's definitely not true.
0: <laughs> you actually, if we recorded, I guarantee your takes would be much worse than mine across the board. That's a very good
1: point.: I wouldn't be surprised actually, if I.:
0: So let's just start it off with this game. Let's start so it. I told you that I had a game, but it's not really much of a game. But what this game is is the intro. And if the video work doesn't work, we're just not worrying about it. <laughs> intro good. to an article that I am writing and finishing tonight. And I guess not the intro, but the the names of it. So because actually that was dumb. I'm not gonna pull it up on my
1: webcam because you're sitting right next to me. Might as well my phone. Pull it up on the phone. I like it. I can I say I am very excited for this uh, for this league to come to fruition. Yeah, I feel like it's. I don't want to say it's a competitor because I, I've I've said I I have a fondness for alternative leagues. I don't know what it is. I like the stories because there's always like some zaniness and craziness involved with them and how they're conceived and kind of how they're run and stuff because they're never you like the actual the book. Thing. I. It's a great book. <laughs> it's a great book, but uh, I. But I'm just so fascinated by them and kind of how they're yeah. brought up and all the politics that go along with it and all of it. What's well, so, crazy? It's it's you're taking on a Titan. Right. You're not just you're not just making
0: something new, you're taking on arguably the greatest organization, and by greatest I mean most powerful organization.
1: Right. Basically. And what makes this one so unique too is that it's a second turn at going yeah. against a giant. Because the first turn just was epically horrible. Just yep. absolutely god awful <laughs> horrible. So what we do have is the
0: XFL's back with McMahon. They're having a draft. Now, the thing that I didn't incorporate is that each
1: team is getting um and then the rules that you told me for this draft are very very fascinating, yeah, I must say. Yeah, and
0: I I let's I mean, I could quote unquote be wrong about it, but that's how it looked to me. Okay. And the point is um okay, so there's an ESPN article on it. That's how you know it's official right there. XFL quarterbacks will make 10 times the salary of their teammates. Wow. I, I feel like that's a recipe for disaster waiting to happen. I mean, okay, we're not even going to worry about it. But I'm just going to go through the names. And the way – so here's don't look – All
1: right, draft. all right. I, won't look. Look I won't look. I won't look. Cheater,
0: if I'm not looking. Calm down. Since we're not even going to have a video this week, just the people on audio. <laughs> um, I'm not looking. Each day on this page, the league will be – Oh, get out of here. Okay, the draft – Clicking that link now. The XFL's website is terrible. All right. Um, do, do, do. The XFL player will take draft on the 15th and 16th. All players, first off, everything's just going to be announced on social, which I think is crazy. Um, over the two day draft, each XFL team will populate a 71 man roster by selecting players from a set of positional groupings. One quarterback will be assigned to each team prior to a five phase draft, phased as below. So the way the draft breaks out. Okay, so maybe it is different. So group 1 Okay, well then never mind. That explains it. Group 1 is skill players, okay? So it's a little different than I thought it was just a mix match of like different groups. Group 1 is quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends and wide receivers. Okay. Group 2 is offensive line, which is tackle guard, OC. Three is defensive front seven, DL, and linebacker. Four is DBs, cornerback and uh, nickelback, safety, free safety, and then the open draft. So the ref- rest of the players go to the open draft. Okay. Um, in addition to punters, kickers, launch numbers, The draft pool will include approximately 1,000 professional full players, all of whom accepted the commissioner's invitation and passed a standard background check. In phases one through four, each team will choose 10 players for a total of 40 players. In phase five, each team will choose from a pool remaining remaining players to complete its initial roster. Using a snake, the selection order within each phase, so it is... Is, oh, it reverses after every round. That's cool. The team selecting in the first round will pick eighth in the second round, first in the third round, eighth in the fourth round, and so on. So they'll... Bu- 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 okay, so it just, okay. It flips completely. So it'll be an actual NFL draft of one through eight, and then in the round two, the eighth team will pick first, and the first team will pick eight. So it's, it has a serpentine element to it. Okay. I, I like that. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So, for example, it will go... Oh, This is weird. Never mind, I'm not even doing the example because I don't even know what... Oh, it's pick order. Okay, so pick order would go D.C., Houston, New York, Dallas, Tampa, St. Louis, Seattle, L.A. And then for round two, it'll go L.A., Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa, Dallas, New York, Houston, D.C. So I was right, kind of. Kind of, sense. yeah. All right, so let's it's get, get into this. is so ass backwards, but I like it. it. I love it's it. It's different. So I have a list here of 27 players. The one is not a player that anyone has ever heard of, though. Um, I guess I forgot to put this guy's position in college in because mm-hmm. i did that for all of them i don't know what position or what college this guy went to so we'll figure it out when we go all there's right, one like- name in here that i just want to say that is not a name i've ever heard of okay but i really like the name g-e-r-h-a-r-d gerhard day de, d-e capital beer gerard de beer gerard de beer gerard de beer i like that he's an offensive tackle out of arizona <laughs> i wrote next to him no clue who he is Gerard De Beer is my new favorite XFL player. Well, Phoenix we need draft. a
1: beer. Clearly, that's named Gerard, then, if that's with the case. Gerhard is how I'm going to pronounce it. Gerhard. because it has the H-E-R-D. <laughs>
0: uh, so this is the notable players in the XFL draft. We're just going to... So Greg came in, he came hot in the car today with a question that we'll get to in a little bit, too. Yeah. But I was like, let's just start off the show with this. All so right. I'm going to go down here, and these are all names that I have either heard of or I know from scouting or, I, you know... So here we go. Number one, and you have to tell me the position in the college... Or if you can, you're like, oh, I remember that guy. Okay. Because a lot of these I feel like I knew a position in college before
1: I even knew the name. All right, I got you. Robert Aguayo. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 oh, God. One of the biggest kicking busts I think I've ever heard of in my life. I would say the. <laughs> yeah, probably the. Although, I mean,. The Raiders drafting Janikowski or Leckler in the first round was kind Not of. Not a bust with Janikowski. That's fair, but yeah, okay. Hall of Famer. Yeah, okay. So, Guayu Gwai- was drafted by the kicking Bay Bucks in the second round, and they traded up for him. Do you remember the school we went to? Florida State. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Quarterback, and I gave away this one because okay. you know this one. This okay. is an easy one. Connor Cook i was uh, surprised to hear him go XFL.
1: I, I did too. I think he kind of just wants an opportunity to get more playing time, which I, yeah, I, I think when he you, just wants to play. Man. When you watched him at Michigan State, you could kind of tell that he, he's he got some game to him. I he's think a like
0: much. a really, really poor man's Kirk Cousins, is how people are thinking. Oh, yeah, of it. absolutely. Um, he's okay. All right.
1: Now, hear
0: this name out. Okay. This was, I believe. Let me make sure I'm not going... Crazy. So, there's a couple names that really shocked me. Like, really shocked me. Mm-hmm. This is top five.
1: Top oh, the ones five that shocked of you? ones okay. that really shocked me. Okay. Jonas Gray. Oh, geez. Why am I blanking on that? Um, running back? Yes. Okay. Um, is it... Uh, You'll be mad when I tell you everything
0: about Jonas Gray. Is it Notre Dame? It is Notre Dame. Okay, yeah. Do you remember his professional career? He played around here and there. They, then he had a game for the Patriots where he ran for oh, 200 yards yeah. and five touchdowns. No, was it five or four? Five touchdowns.
1: Okay, I remember now.
0: And he was supposed to be a fantasy god, and then the Patriots cut him.
1: I remember that now, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, that was a while ago, too. Jeez. Yeah, and he's still trying. I'm trying to rem- I wonder who fumbled that gave him the opportunity to play. I don't know. Uh, That's a good question. Um, That might have happened the same week, too, that like the week after he had five touchdowns, he got cut. So, like, everyone. uh, It was a
0: Patriots thing. It was like a rule thing. It was Mm -hmm. super weird. It was Belichick's finest moments. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Next on the list. I only remember this guy because of wide receiver rankings when he was in the draft. Okay. So, if you do not know this one, I would not be surprised. It was just a name that stuck out. So, I knew
1: KD Cannon. I've heard the name. Um,. I want to say Baylor? Yup. Okay, yeah. Um, I knew
0: you know the Baylor. I don't know yeah, why he feels I, like a Baylor name. Too. I
1: vaguely remembered that, yeah, because I'm a recruiting nut, and I remember him getting recruited to Do you Baylor. Do what position? I believe he was a receiver, yeah. Yeah, wide yeah. receiver.
0: Yeah. Next was Gerhard, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a fun
1: one. Okay. A bounce back, if you will. Lance Dunbar. Tight end, okay. Running um, back. Oh wow! I first fake on me then. Um, <laughs> I don't remember who. He, I don't remember the college he played for. So I didn't know he played for North Texas, but
0: I knew Kyle? he was on the Dallas Cowboys for a while because oh! I picked him up. A yeah. Time. Okay, I yeah. remember that. He's been the handcuff of the Dallas Cowboys for. Oh, like that's right. I forgot insane. about that. Yeah. Um, this name, obviously, we've never seen him play in the pros, but we're very familiar with Max McCaffrey.
1: Yeah, uh, Christian and Dylan's brother, yep. I believe. Yeah, I. Dylan, think, think, think white. Dylan's a quarterback. I know that. Christian's a running back. So Max, I'm assuming slot receiver, wide. Yeah, just slot. Yeah. yeah. And then think white.
0: What do you mean think white? Like first college.
1: Oh, first college. Uh, <laughs> What's the Knicks? whitest
0: school you can think of? Outside of their NCAA pushes, Wisconsin, Duke. Damn it. <laughs> Next, if you've seen... I don't know, I'm going to give it away. Ronald Ali. Ronald Ali. Now I'll give it away. If you've seen Last Chance U. Yeah, I, I didn't oh, watch it. Oh, yeah. you're an idiot. I know. Ronald Ali was on that show, left and went to Division I. He was just on, if you've seen Hard Knocks. He was on the Raiders team. Okay. And the Raiders cut him in the preseason because he doesn't work hard. <laughs> uh, but he's out of Nichols State. He's a defensive tackle. Oh, okay. Here's, what, here's the first one that you'll right kick the freaking door
1: down Scott Orndorff. Tight end for Pitt. God, he was great. Not as good. I thought J.P. Holtz was better, but Scott Orndorff was excellent at Pitt. Four year starter. He was so good. Yup. So the next one, you'll know his
0: dad. Okay. Vinny Papale Jr. I didn't know he went to school. Wow. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Wide receiver from Delaware. Okay. He got, as an undrafted free agent, he was on the Redskins because the Redskins wire, wrote a bunch of stuff about how he's trying to get out of his dad's shadow and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. Vincent Papali Jr. Wide receiver, Delaware. This name I knew. Okay. And the reason I knew it was because of my dynasty league. Elijah Hood.
1: Running back from yep. North Carolina. Yes. Alright. Do you yeah. know who drafted him? I do not know. I think technically he went
0: undrafted, so okay. that was a mistake. But he went to the um, Carolina Panthers. Ah. I, wanted to, okay. I scooped That's him cool. up, but he got gone. This is the one of the bigger names of guys and we're getting towards the end here, so I, I was gonna hurry up, but we're fine. That's okay. It's our own show. This is one of the bigger names. Of recent that I was surprised is not in the NFL. Okay. Damien Mama. Say that again? Damien Mama. Mama? Mm-hmm. It might be Let
1: me check real quick. It might be my my Mama. I'm struggling on yeah, that that one I'm struggling on. Damien Mama. I think it's Mama. Is it M A oh, no. Is it M A M M A? MAMA. Yep. Damien a- Mama. MAMA. I'm
0: tight. So he is an offensive guard. Okay. From USC. He ran the ah! slowest 40 time.
1: Oh, the- I remember <laughs> that. Damn.
0: Yep. Because yeah. they were making fun of him on bars. It, it, not making fun of him, but making fun of their bloggers because Damian yeah. Mama, ro- like, I think it was the 2017 draft.
1: Oh, God. Um,
0: here's another name that you'll know. Okay. There's like, th- let's go. There's, there's, I'm looking at a screen of six names. You'll know each
1: one of them. Okay.
0: Zach. Metterberger,
1: <laughs> uh, former quarterback for LSU, was yep. a draft pick by the Steelers. I do not know why, but meh. whatever. <laughs> Trent Richardson. Oh god, this one I knew was coming. <laughs> he played well in the AAF. He, man. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh man, he is not going to get another chance in the NFL. But no. God, God bless him. He was like the. God, I remember when he got drafted. I think he was. It was 2012. I wanna say two thousand twelve, it was the same year we drafted DeCastro and he was looked at as the next big thing at running back and he just completely oh, flamed yeah. he out. He was supposed to be a god. Yeah. He was supposed to be like the realest I, of the I dealers. remember like I remember um watching an E sixty thing where they he was talking about how like he had too many people around him and he we yep. went broke because like he was just giving his money away and how people like were buying stuff on his cards and all that. Like that's, that's crazy. how it goes, man. Yeah.
0: Next name, I, maybe you won't know his college, but you'll know the name because he was just bouncing around teams recently. Vinny Testaverde Jr. I'm assuming it wasn't Miami. No, no. Uh, it, the Bucks it, and the Jets tossed him around. This, they kicked the tires, if you will.
1: Was it a Florida college? No, nah,
0: it was New York college. Ah, yeah. I think. No. Maine. It was Albany. Was uh, no, Albany's no, New York, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the capitals of no, New, New York, man. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. Brad Wing. Why have I heard that name? Former uh, Giants punter. Oh, okay. Punter. <laughs> yeah, I was from like LSU. That. Wasn't he the guy that had all the domestic violence issues with the Giants? I find that a,
1: I find that hard to believe because I feel like they wouldn't have offered him an invite.
0: I know. His Brad, Brad Wing wife comes up. Let's let's see that because they were very adamant. No. Uh, uh, nope. He's just nope. Yeah. Um. Nope. 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 So then why is he there? Yeah. He was like good for a second. I mm. thought. Oh, well. Who was the guy, the Giants, so I can exonerate that, him.
1: That like he, I, I cannot remember actually.
0: Let's, let's exonerate Brad Wing. It was... Josh
1: Brown. Okay. Was it Josh Brown? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. He's exonerated Brad Wing. Apologies. Apologies, Brad Wing. Next name is a name that'll hit close
1: to home. Okay. Sammy
0: Coates. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> oh, God. Not one of our finer third-round draft picks, but okay. Nope. nope.
0: Uh, wide receiver for Auburn. Yep. This one you should know, Quadri Henderson.
1: Oh, he was so good in pit. Very upset he's there. Yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted him to get to He he's a He was an undersized receiver, I'd say. Yeah. I, don't, I feel like he wasn't able to find a good role from in the NFL, but Agreed. no, good for him. He can get some more playing time. This is a name you'll know very well mm-hmm. because I know it very well. Okay. D'Angelo Henderson. I can't believe he's in the draft pool. Wow. I need a jersey. How high did the Rams draft him? Uh, Broncos. What am I thinking? Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Yeah, okay. You're a guy your from Coastal. you thinking Henderson. I'm thinking of Darryl Henderson. There's yeah. no way Darryl Henderson Yeah, yeah. Henderson okay, D'Angelo De- no. Henderson in Coastal Carolina. You're a boy that you like blew up on me when you were watching the combine. It was okay. the seventh round. Yeah. I thought
0: he had great hands and amazing feet. Okay, yeah. Uh, this next one is interesting because it was a name that we tossed out earlier when we were talking about uh, positions of need for the Steelers. Okay. Tyree Jackson. Really?
1: I like that a lot. First-year
0: quarterback out of Buffalo, and he's in the XFL. I like that a lot. I don't. Why? Because he needs I, – I don't know. I don't like, I don't like a first-year guy that got drafted to not keep trying at the NFL, but maybe this is his trying at the NFL. Who am I to – you know what I mean? Maybe he looked at it and
1: was like he didn't want to be on a practice squad. He'd rather actually <laughs> get playing time or Which something.
0: Which is fine. Hey, you know, good for him, man. Uh, my favorite player in this entire write-up is next. Okay. And that's more – there's a lot of guys I love in this, but there's more than Henderson. Sean Oakman.
1: Oh, was he the dude with, like, the like the ridiculous abs from Baylor? Yep. Oh, that man. That had one – he had a sexual assault case
0: against him. It got cleared like eight years later. Yeah. He's finally back to playing football. If anyone
1: deserves a contract right now, it's that guy. That's fair. God, I remember, I remember like it was all over Twitter when that picture took place. Oh, yeah. It was was during a bowl game. They said heads or tails, and the meme said, I'll take
0: the ball. (laughs) 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 Um, Aaron Ripkowski. I, I don't know his college, but I know him from his playing days. I don't remember the name, no. Fullback out of Oklahoma, but he played for the Packers primarily. Oh, and I remember the name cuz Ripkowski, you don't just not know that name. I think he I f- played for the 49ers. Too. I, f-
1: I find it really random the Packers had a fullback to be honest yep. with you. Yeah. No, they had
0: um Didn't they have Kuhn for a while?
1: He was more of a like a I thought of him more as like a third down back. Yeah, like, he was yeah, yeah. He's white. he's a fullback. <laughs> uh Cameron Artist Payne. I don't know his college. That's the one I forgot to write down, but I I can't remember the college either, but I know the back, name. I know the name, yeah. Do you know where he played? Uh Mm, I know the name. Can't think of the college. I think I might know more people in the XFL than you. You can. might. Cameron Harris Payne. I've heard the name before. I can't remember. Where, I don't know the college.
0: He. Well, I'm saying, do you know his pro team?
1: Oh, his pro team. uh He went to Auburn. Oh, okay. I yeah, I don't know the pro team no Carolina Panthers
0: because when jonathan stewart was their hurt
1: back he was the handcuff okay i remember that yeah trevor knight quarterback from oklahoma i think he was the quarterback who actually beat bama in a bowl game texas a&m he went to oklahoma he definitely went to oklahoma how much you want to bet i will bet a case that he went to oklahoma a case of beer that he trans he's still into Oklahoma at one point, yes. A case of beer that he went to Oklahoma at some point. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. No. It's not at some point. Yeah, he went I'm to- telling you what's on this list. It's not at some point. He
1: went he was at Oklahoma before
0: Texas before Texas Tech or wherever. But if it says Texas Tech or Texas A and M. Or Texas A and M. You can't say at some – that's not what I was arguing with. So it's he, Texas he, A&M and Oklahoma. Yeah, so we're both correct. You can't – like, I'm saying he went to Texas A&M. All right, fine. From what's on their list. You can't say – okay, so he not – transferred
1: to – oh, because of Baker. That's why. He transferred to Texas A&M because he didn't want to compete with Baker. And then – oh, wow. Yeah. What an
0: idiot. <laughs> uh, next is a guy that I absolutely adore, and I think he'll be the star
1: of this league, is Donnell Pumphrey. Running back from San Diego State. Yep. Didn't he have was the the all time rushing record in the NCAA? Yep. Or, or was it touchdowns? Um, he beat Emmett,
0: I think. Wasn't it Emmett?
1: Might have been Emmett. And yeah. And I think it was for yards. Yeah, all time leader in rushing yards. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Unbelievable. He'd be a stud. Brogan Roback. He was our LeBrowe. practice squad quarterback last year. Yeah, I think he played for North Texas. He was Eastern Michigan. Oh, okay, it was so a green school. school yeah. It was a green school. And right. then last
0: but not least, Terrence Williams.
1: Um, uh, mm, we're not talking like the the former Cowboys receiver, we are. are we? Terrence wow. Williams is in the xfl draft i can't believe he didn't catch on with another team Jeez. i can't believe the
0: amount of names in that thing yeah like there's some actual like on my life Damian mama i did not expect to be out of the league even though he's terribly slow um i did not expect tyree jackson to
1: take a shot mm-hmm. at it um it's like put the guys but anyway. it's like a mix of guys who either don't want to be on a practice squad or aren't necessarily old but are kind of past their prime in a young man's game now in the nfl that's like majority of sports now like it's a young man's game you don't see guys play until like age 35 honestly like most of it most of the guys that are probably on full-time rosters they prioritize are the ones that are in like their late 20s
0: yeah no i agree um and i think it's an interesting uh, dynamic to just like you were saying there's guys that are foregoing college to go to the XFL. Yeah. uh, surprised
1: the XFL doesn't have any roles for it. Mm -hmm. I believe uh, the guy's name, he plays for West Virginia. It was Kenny Robinson, I believe his Mm -hmm. name was. Yeah, he decided that he wanted to forego playing in college and playing in the XFL because the idea was that he wants to get, he wants to have on his tape him playing in a professional environment. It's not a bad idea necessarily, yeah, I I think I think it could definitely be a game changer for a lot of people, but I'm very but I am very surprised that um, but I am very surprised that like he's doing it.
0: Yeah, Noel Devine. See, they said that that skill thing, mm-hmm. but here's a wide receiver and here's a running back in the fifth group. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't get what they were saying about other groups. Yeah, that's weird. Whatever. Now I'm excited for the draft. I wish they were doing some kind of televised thing, but they're doing it on all their social channels, uh, mainly because. They don't have the draw to get people to go to a live event or probably to watch it. So they're going to do what they
1: can do. They definitely have like all the, you know, the big players behind them to be able to put this on. I mean, they have their televising games on ESPN and Fox and stuff like that. So they got the actual agreements for it. But trying to figure... Fucking
0: murder, Martyr. (laughs) Wait, just he needs answers right now. (laughs) Uh, Xbox. Uh, Leave me alone. God. Boy, is
1: he is he struggling with not being able to play Fortnite too, No, or?
0: we're planning another tournament, but I mm-hmm. told him I was going to answer him tonight, and he said I thought it was a good idea to a text that I didn't reply to, but the reason I didn't reply to it is because we're here. Mm-hmm. I do want to check on Bleacher Report um, for the XFL. Someone said there was a leaked thing that, like, T.O.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Was in the XFL. I, I think there was, like, a... I remember seeing something that he was in the list of pool players or something like he that. He
0: wasn't there when I checked
1: today. Unless they unless they realized that it was an error, maybe? I don't know. I found a bunch of typos in that XFL website. They're hmm. a bunch of bums. He won't be in. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. It was like from the XFL News Hub or something like that. It's wow. ridiculous. XFL final. Yeah, that's... Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Group 5. Because technically, Group 5, I'm pretty sure, is like all the random players.
0: I mean... Could you does I don't know. Would you ever think of Terrell Owens back on a field? No. I mean, dude's in incredible shape, but he's got to be in his 40s by now. Yeah, I mean, I'd bring Jerry Rice back, but not Terrell Owens. <laughs> um, no, it'll be interesting. I mean, there's a couple names that I'm try- I can't think of right now, but of people that I expected to be XFL bound that aren't um I mean, I definitely thought Bucky Hodges was going to be on that list. So I was a little heartbroken. Oh, and he's then. not. That sucks. I from what I saw, man. Maybe I he's wonder, on, what's he doing?
1: Maybe he's on someone's practice squad.
0: Let's see. Bucky Hodges. Hodges to Hodges would have been good shirt.
1: Yeah. You are very, very big on Bucky Hodges. I was. He's currently a free agent. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised He's not in the, maybe it's because he, maybe it's because he was on a roster before the pool was announced that that might be it. Maybe
0: mm. no clue. actually. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for the XFL. I mean, the big difference for me between the AAF and the XFL is the amount of players I know. Uh Like, that for me, like, if I can tune in on a Saturday, because there's no way they play on
1: Sundays. Or if they do play on Sundays, they'll be seasonally different. I forget when
0: their schedule is.
1: I was going to say that the people behind it would have excited me more. But then again, I keep rethinking to the fact that they had Bill Polian as, like, the president of player development or something like that for it so that right there should have been like the big get-go from you I'm like oh crap this league means business yep so and also by the way it is a shame that they have not brought him back on espn yet because he's amazing
0: yeah i agree um he is really good
1: he just knows what he's talking about it's he nice does. to hear I mean, the, the dude built a winner in Buffalo and Indianapolis. Like, listen to the guy. Okay, so week one is February eighth,
0: twenty twenty. Oh yeah, it's the week after yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's interesting, for one reason and one reason alone. You have this brand new league, mm-hmm. and you're starting it directly after the Super Bowl. I would have waited till the next month. Just but like, and here's mm-hmm. the reason why. Just to give
1: like America a break from football. Well, or- Yeah,
0: because I feel like. I mean, people after the Super Bowl are going to be wanting more football, yes, but it's after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, the, the level setting of expectations you now have to hit is is really high for me. Mm-hmm. It's the Super Bowl. Like, the AAF is going to trot in here with a couple name-brand guys after the Super Bowl, and we're all going to be like, oh, this, this looks terrible, because we're just coming off of the Super Bowl. At least the AAF was in the offseason. It was like, hey, there's no other football, but hey, man, the AAF's on. You can say that same thing about the XFL, but mm-hmm. now it's like it's like my little band that I made, and my band has a guitar player that used to be really cool, but we're kind of opening up after Maroon 5. <laughs> not saying they're the best band of all time But that's just who I'm thinking of right now Who sells out Like oh yeah we have to go on stage after John Mayer But guess what John Mayer's not going to play for another year Are you going to just wait for John Mayer to play Or are you going to come check us out
1: That's very fair Because right. most people would probably wait for John Mayer Everyone would wait for John yeah. Mayer John Mayer's wonderful That's true. He's a
0: wonderful wonderful man <laughs> You've actually seen him live too I love John Mayer now
1: <laughs> I also like how the championship is going to be on April 26th Which I'm pretty sure is the same weekend as the draft
0: uh wow they have a lot of weeks yeah it is april 26 on the dot and it wow so these games are on espn
1: yeah i told you espn abc fox like they they got some tv contracts with them
0: that's crazy hmm. so i wonder so there's one two three there's eight teams yeah so they're all just gonna keep beating the shit out of each other so eight yeah, teams but, for
1: yeah but it's only 10 weeks 10 weeks yeah it's 40 games it's reasonable. Is that 40 games? That is 4 8 times 10. No, we have 4 4 times 10. Yeah. yeah, that's 40. Math. Nice. Um playoffs only four teams
0: make the playoffs yep. and then the XFL championship game. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced roles yet, which is funny. I think th- I thought they did, but Oh, the XFL could allow more... Wait, following our potential rule differences between the XFL and NFL based on various meter reports. The XFL could allow more than one forward pass on a play as long as those passes come from behind the line of scrimmage. So in essence, double forward pass would be allowed on the some level. So like, you can't throw to somebody down the field who they can throw it further down the field, but I can throw it forward to you behind the line of scrimmage and then you can throw it forward? Yeah. I didn't know that wasn't a thing. That's pretty cool.
1: So like, essentially, I could back up trying to avoid someone... Toss it to my running back, and as long as the running back stays behind the line of scrimmage, he can throw it to a receiver for more yardage. That's awesome.
0: No fair catches, but the receiving team has to give, or the kicking team has to give the returner at least five yards of space to catch the ball. So you'll have a spot, like a five-yard bubble around you, but you can't fair catch. That's cool. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Closer kickoffs, teams would be separated by five yards on kickoffs instead of ten, so no surprise onside kicks would be allowed. Ooh. That's intriguing. Ah, I don't know different. how you're going to do that. I would, I would want more onside kicks if I was the XF. Okay, yeah. More action. Um, no extra points, but you can
1: go for two. Oh, you can go for one, two, or three. So that's AAF. That's right? interesting. I
0: think then Yeah, they
1: had something like that. This is kind of the same thing. You go for the two-yard line is one. Five Five-yard line thing? is two, and then 10-yard line is three, which is awesome.
0: That is really cool. In overtime, each team would play, get five plays from the five-yard line, and they get one point each time they reach the end zone. <laughs> wow. Wait, so over... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. overtime is basically I line up against Greg, and if I score five times, that's five points. Mm-hmm. And if you score five times, that's five points. Turnovers would be worth one point each, too. Both teams would get five attempts. Each team's offense and defense would get the field at the same time on opposite ends of the field. Wow. That's
1: cool. So
0: my offense would line up against Greg's defense down there, and Greg's offense would line up against my defense down there, and they would just alternate who goes? I guess. That's pretty
1: cool. I like that. That is like
0: soccer when
1: you think about it.
0: The clock would run continuously until the two-minute mark, at which time the clock would stop after all scrimmage plays. A 25-second play clock instead of 40. I like that. 30 second, keep things fast. Yeah, 30-second instant replay clock, so no super long timeouts.
1: I like that a there's lot. There's
0: a lot of changes here that are pretty good. Yeah. like I, quick, I do feel quick game
1: I do feel bad, though, because basically you're not going to have... I'm assuming you can't have kickers, then. Well, no, actually you can't. You can probably go for field goals. You just yeah, you can go, go points, for okay? field
0: goals, and then you're opening kickoff, okay. which, like, I would argue that kickers are almost more important on your team now because there's less chances, so they have to make it. Yeah. Like, you have better have a good kicker. But I, I brought up a good point, I thought, to you earlier, which was the simple fact that I wonder when the first big name is going to go to the XFL.
1: I, I'm very intrigued to see how that's going to go, to be honest, because I think I I do touch on this, that the XFL is essentially trying to be an alternative league. And... I read somewhere that the average salary for an XFL player is supposed to be fifty five thousand, yeah. which is not a lot. If if you look well, at the it's more than I make, it's true, but it's also compared to an average football player. There's guys on practice squads that I feel like make a little Let's bit see. more, because I NFL
0: I, I, practice
1: squad salary wow, that was a quick hit. Yeah, that was
0: um
1: eight
0: thousand per week when they're on the practice squad. If right. a player remains the practice squad for the entire season, he would earn a minimum of $136,000 over the regular season.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'll do practice squad for that. Exactly. So, I, I, so yeah, I, there is a big difference between being on the XFL and the practice squad, essentially. But at the same time, the idea of getting repetition and getting in a game is probably something that is very useful. And the one thing that I read about that I think is really cool, a lot of the teams are going to have eligible guys that probably won't make the active roster. All those players are going to be on an extra team that's going to be the ninth team that's going to be based out of Houston as like its own separate practice squad. Huh? XFL ninth team. It's pretty cool. We'll have a team of nine players who remain in shape.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. So, So it's like...
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space is one of the worst movies made. Okay. I hate pro football games <laughs> so much. I do too. Um, Commissioner Oliver Luck confirmed that the league will have a team 9 of 30 to 40 players representing all positions with the players staying in shape and ready to join one of the eight teams. So it's a free agent pool. Yeah. Your free agent pool is an extra team that all they do is work out. Right. Okay. And that's kind of cool because in the NFL, if you're a free agent it's kind of expected that you have already made enough money that you can maintain a certain lifestyle while you work out and look like, try to like JGI right. right now is an NFL free agent and he's not going to go to the XFL and he's cool with being a free agent. Like he wants a team to sign him obviously, but he's like, look, I'm, I'm working on my own. That's right. That's- these guys don't have that money.
1: Right, so it's essentially like instead of relying on that person to be able to stay in shape, like we are going to cut that process in half by saying we are going to give these players the same amount of conditioning and the same amount of strategy that we would be giving our current players, but instead we're just keeping you on the payroll. Do they make 55000 I do not know how much they make. It's not a bad idea. It a good, it's a very good idea. There's a lot of intriguing concepts in this league that I'm very excited about because and this is something we don't touch on a lot. All those alternative leagues that happened before the NFL, even the original XFL, they may have like went up in flames, but a lot of the stuff that are used in some of those games are in some of those leagues are used now. Like the USFL were the ones that created the challenge flag. The XFL were the was the ones that created the Sky Cam i do like this guy so kid. yeah so there's a lot of ing- like innovations that happen in these alternative leagues that the nfl does take on after the fact all right let's get into the actual nfl yeah i can't believe we touched on like half of the podcast with this this is pretty this is pretty interesting so oh as a Steeler fan i'm so happy <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that i i stayed up for the whole game they had me worried Hunter Henry looks good. Hunter Henry's back, yeah. Hunter Henry is back and he looks good, but my God, we came Basically out with because a of Hunter Henry. If I don't get
0: scored on tonight by 0.9 points from Hawkinson, I win. So that's good. It's always the bright side, man. One catch, and I, uh, well, I, maybe not one catch, because if he gets a catch for negative yards, technically it depends how many negative yards.
1: Yeah, that's true. We'll be behind the line of scrimmage. Let's just hope
0: he doesn't get a catch. Hopefully. Um. So let's run down some of the games here today. Greg. Let's do it. So Patriots-Giants, everyone thought it was going to be closed for a second, which was
1: hysterical. I am so happy I got a Thursday night game right. <laughs> took Pan- six yeah, tries. Really, took, took this six, matchup.
0: Six tries. Without any actual player on the Giants. Six tries. And if you didn't start Golden Tate in fantasy, there's zero reason to be mad at yourself for his 22 points, mainly because he had six catches for 100 yards, I think, in a touchdown. But hear me out. One of those catches was like a seventy-yard bomb for a touchdown. Right, he was held in check except for that play. So mm-hmm. don't be—I mean, that's literally fourteen points off the twenty. Team.
1: Right, it's like it's like being upset that you didn't start Robbie Anderson when he had a ninety-two-yard bomb. Like you're... so Panthers Bucks in
0: London was terrible. James Winston threw for like five hundred yards and five interceptions, <laughs> and is just
1: terrible. <laughs> the at most football. confounding quarterback you will ever see. The well, Mariota's trying. The it was so Baker. It was. 2013 i think yeah the 2013 or 2014 quarterback class is looking like one of the okay 2014 then okay yeah because that was the ej manual draft yeah yeah the 2014 nfl draft with Jameis winston and marcus mariota who we thought were going to be the next big guys everyone did wait Clowney wasn't okay so it's 2015 then you're uh well i am so off on my years no, you're, you're good you're, you're I'm supposed just, to be the data guy. i, I know i am I'm kind of bummed by 2015 james okay. winston
0: 2015 all right well let's play that game let's name other quarterbacks in the 2015
1: nfl draft i hope this wasn't the i hope this wasn't like the jake locker christian bonder one so we have
0: james winston and marcus mariota one and two okay wow yeah uh who did the steelers pick in this one this wasn't. Oh my God! There's so many names in this one. Who did we get? We got Bud. Okay, yeah. we did okay. I mean, after Bud, I like Shane
1: Ray, but I like Bud better. He, I don't think he's on a team he's now. Not. Yeah, Byron Jones. Yeah. Landon Collins in the second round, though, that would have been nice. <sighs> that would have been amazing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. All right, quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. I think so. You, can,
1: you might be able to sort by the position. I'm pretty sure. Really? I never use Wikipedia. Oh.
0: Here, just. We'll go from that way. Yeah, Meow, quarterbacks. Meow, 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 meow. Um, Wow, there were none. All right, so quarterbacks taken in this draft. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Garrett Grayson, Ooh. Sean Mannion, Bryce Petty, Yikes. Brent Hunley, and Trevor Simeon. I would argue that Trevor Simeon was the best out of them. <laughs> he had a better career looking like it. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, Garrett Grayson, no clue. Sean Mannion actually didn't do terrible for the Rams when he was there, but that mm. team was terrible. Right. Bryce Petty just wasn't NFL
1: quality. And right. Brent Hundley's been tossed
0: around the league. He look good for the Cardinals, but...
1: No, Hundley's been the backup in Green Bay for a while, I thought. No. Unless he got... Uh, unless He they...
0: got traded to the f- Seattle Seahawks and then sent to the Cardinals. Okay.
1: I got you. Yeah. The uh, Packers'
0: backup QB is another gentleman that reminds me of... Deshaun Kaiser, yeah, Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, Thank you. I was like that. They were always one and two
1: because they got swapped, and but yeah, yeah, poor Kaiser. Um, so it looks like the Bucks and the Titans are probably going to be playing for quarterback in this upcoming draft. Then
0: I, I honestly, so I would be more surprised if the Titans give up on Mariota, but I think they will because Mike Vrabel's the head coach there, and he's not bad. Yeah. their team is just so an average all the time I think Mariota so average
1: I feel like Mariota just doesn't fit with what Vrabel's trying to do Vrabel's trying to be a run and pound type of court type of guy and yeah. Mariota Mariota is not really that type Mariota is one of those guys that I feel like needs to be in an offense that relies on his arm and maybe his quickness and his feet to be able to win him some games Let's and I see it's not a good fit ESPN's projected 2020 draft order oh, god Dolphins at
0: one which is obvious, I think, at this point. Well, I think, not obvious. When Bengals was this, this, was this was left up, Before this past weekend. Okay. This was six days ago. Okay. So the Dolphins, the Bangle, or the Redskins at 0-5, even though they ended up winning, the Bengals, the Jets, the Cardinals, the Giants. See, the thing is, this is their projection going forward. I mean, just to go from those top guys because it's lagging a little bit. Right. Uh, it, it's frustrating for me to battle Keaton about the Bengals When he tells me in the preseason they're going to win nine games and compete for the division, (laughs) and now he's telling me that it's all going according to plan since A.J. Green got hurt and they're losing games on purpose. There is zero chance that Zach Taylor is wasting away the talent on this team and his coaching name to tank. Like, Brian Flores is tanking mainly because I think Brian Flores is saying, look, we are tanking. I'm a brand-new coach. Right. Zach Taylor, I feel like he has more to prove than Brian Flores. And I feel like he's in a tougher situation. And I think the Dolphins are preparing for the same thing that NBA teams with the Warriors. They're preparing for the time when the the Patriots are not the
1: Patriots. I think with the Dolphins, the Dolphins have been always this confounding team where they're they're, they're in that middle ground of six to nine wins. They've never been able to either be above water, or like maybe the two times they got lucky winning the division by the grace of God, or they're never bad enough to tank. Yeah. It's like you gotta go at least one way or the other because staying afloat has just not worked well for them. I'm th- surprised they still have some players on their team. That's because Chris Greer is actually drafted pretty well since he became the GM. Well, I'm so. saying they, uh, if I'm them, I'm first round here, first round there, yeah. first round. Here. But I'm, it, I, I am very, I am honestly roster. very surprised. I'm honestly very surprised. Xavier Howard is still there. He's probably their biggest trade chip. Yeah, I'm very glad we got Minka. Over anyone else on this
0: roster, but there's some guys left, right? That it's a little intriguing that they're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Miami Dolphins like having Josh Rosen, but they could trade him for a later round pick, obviously right. not a first or anything. Devonte Parker,
1: I think if he got in a different situation, maybe. I think Kenyon Drake would be better if he was with like a split carry guy instead yep. of a single.
0: Mara or Preston Williams uh he's had a good year Not so bad. far I, yeah I think he's a rookie actually Mike Gusecki you can get a very high pick I think for him because he's a you know good tight end that hasn't been used very well right um we go to
1: the defensive side of the ball um they're good show wow I LSU. love you I love Christian Wilkins I think he oh. he is the guy that they I think they are essentially trying to build this defense around damn him. they have so they picked up Robert Candici. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And they pick up Taco Charlton when he got
0: cut, which yep. is a great ad by them.
1: Raquel McMillan's not bad. Uh, Jerome Baker's interesting. But I mean, Xavier Howard, Howard is the guy. Xavier Howard know. is clearly, the, in terms of talent, Xavier Howard is number one, and then Christian Wilkins is number two on that team. I'd say. Yeah, I love Christian Wilkins, mm-hmm. but no, I think I think if they want to keep Howard, then yeah, those are the two guys you're going to build your franchise I around. I don't think
0: Howard's even played that well, but obviously, it's not like I think he's been injured a good amount too. Well, Andy doesn't have any help, but I, it's one of those things where. I, maybe they're waiting until he's fully healthy to trade yeah. him. I don't know. There's still a trade deadline. so
1: Yeah, I, I think Christian Wilkins right now is essentially the base to try to restart that franchise. And then next year when they have three first-round picks, I think that's going to definitely kickstart the process. they have a first-round pick from? I think they traded for one. I know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know they have ours and they have their own, but I think they have another one. I'm sure they will if they don't already. Oh, really. Laramie Tunsil trade. Yep. Yeah, they have the, the t- they have the Texans. First.
0: So they'll have the first overall pick. They'll have the 14th overall pick. That's what I'm giving us.
1: Are they definitely going to have the first, Are they definitely going to number one overall?
0: Yeah, I mean, so NFL teams. Let's see, NFL
1: because teams right now that I know for sure are still still do not have a win. I know the Bengals do not have a win. I know. Um, well, the Cardinals just got their first one, and they're not tanking. Let's do. Stamos. I think Cardinals got their second actually. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So wow. it's, That's that's why. Yeah. So, Bengals. Yeah, they did. You're right. Yeah. Two,
0: three, and one. Mm-hmm. Man, the Lions should have beat that. All right. So, anyways, undefeated team or teams with no wins. Falcons are one and five. That's right. terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lions are two, one and one. So, they could be in the mix for a higher pick. The Redskins are one and five with the mm-hmm. Giants at two and four. That division sucks. Yep. Uh, Dolphins, 0 and five. Jets, one and four. I. I cannot wait to talk about the Jets when we're done with this. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bengals 0-6, and, and then Titans and Jags 2-4. and 4. So you like Mono.
1: <laughs> Not on me, but if it mm-hmm. works for Sam Darnold, sure. Yeah, dude's out there dying. My God. I, I watched that game, man. That was—he looked great. Aside from the one pick, obviously, where he just kind of completely yeah. overthrew him. Oh, man when was the last time the jets had a quarterback that they could at least be proud to say that's the jets quarterback um it wasn't hack nope
0: uh, i would say mark sanchez is first good pre year. yeah pre-butt fumble yeah, yeah definitely uh, no, I thought that just looked really well. I thought Jamison Crowder showed that what he could have done in Washington but didn't do because they played him wrong. I, I thought
1: need, I need to play Jamison Crowder now in my yeah. PPR league. I need to. Uh, I think Robbie
0: Anderson is going to be more than a boomer bust when he gets into it. You just mm-hmm. don't know what Sam Darnold that first week. Uh, and Le'Veon, this will help him a ton. But I also get a little nervous because the Jets have had a lot of trade talks about Leonard Williams. And when, that scares me. I love the Jets' defense. Mm-hmm. I think um, – Jamal Adams is a beast. I think Marcus May is an animal. Um, Mosley obviously is having a good season. Yeah, I, it's it sucks to think about young like teams like that. That I don't know. It's one of those names that you're like, no, I kind of want him to stay there because he he made it through all the gunk. Like, he made it through all the shit. Yeah. Can we get this dude yeah, a little like, help?
1: I don't get their thing with defensive line, because for the longest time, they always kept drafting best player available, and it turned out to be D-line, because I remember they got Muhammad Wilkerson and mm. Sheldon Richardson and then Leonard Williams, and now, now they, they, they got Quentin Williams. Williams. It's like they just go through so many pretty good defensive linemen that they never stick, and I feel like Leonard Williams is not in that same boat as Wilkerson or Richardson. Like, with both of those guys, you could kind of get an idea that... I mean, they might cause trouble. Yeah, they might, Richardson they might de- was a big miss Williams is one of those guys that I don't think he's going to wow you, but he's definitely a stable presence. And yep. I think he's a good asset to have on that line with and Williams, who's still a baby, man. Yep. Um. So, I, I don't know. I like the Jets going forward. I do, too. Who's I'm very more excited. likely
0: to win the division after the Patriots
1: die, though? I mean, I think this is an easy one for me. After they die? Yeah. Um, I, with the way that they run the organization they built the team so far it's the buffalo bills buffalo bills have been
0: insane Mm -hmm. glad they had their bye week because honestly they were a little banged up but the defense side of the ball they're
1: pretty good yeah and uh josh allen needs to stop trying to kill himself but yeah big josh allen fan i think that josh allen oh no i'm a josh allen fan too but like my god like dude's got to protect himself sometime i get the o-line's terrible but like still
0: yeah, true. So let's get to the Steelers just because
1: we're about ten minutes out. Yeah. Um. Doc Hodges did what
0: he had to do. He had one bad throw for an interception, but other than that, he, he had a solid game. James Conner. Wow, it's amazing what happens when the Steelers run the ball and their offensive line does well. Mm-hmm.
1: But I really think the story was this defense. Oh man, seeing all that speed on that defense is. So much fun to watch. It's insane. It is It is everything that Mike Tomlin wanted that defense to be when they started letting go of all those veterans. You're- all those, well, I mean, like Alex Kazora. I mean, huge fan of his. Steelers Depot always tweets the picture of Dick LeBeau and their defensive stats and yep. all that, how they were first and long lines. And it's like, I miss that. But in today's NFL, that just would not work. Need speed. Right. You need speed at all levels of the field. And the Steelers finally have it. They have so much speed down there that I was not as concerned about Artie Burns being on the other side of the field.
0: Yeah, I actually wasn't worried about Artie Burns this game, and it was the weirdest feeling ever, and he didn't do too bad. And and I do want to say one thing that's going to sound a little like, old man, get off my lawn, don't have so much fun. Oh, it's okay. I liked what he did, but I am not ready to make Cam Sutton a starter yet. Um, I thought he had a great game, and I thought that onside kick was unbelievable. He got but way
1: I, too, like,
0: <laughs> I got way too nervous when he went up for that ball. Yeah, it's just, for me, with the onside kick thing, I think it pumped up how much we love him. Because if you don't love Cam Sutton, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, Cam Sutton's awesome. He's out of Tennessee. He was the draft pick for us, same year as Josh Dobbs. Met the guy, super nice guy.
1: Uh beside Josh Dobbs, he was in that same class with TJ Watt and Juju and James Conner, which is turning out to be maybe one of the best classes we've had in a long time. Yeah. So uh
0: so Sutton will get his time. I think Lane Lane will get his time. We'll yeah. find our corners. I'm not worried about that. Steven I think, Nelson being hurt.
1: I think Cam Sutton has definitely spent a lot of the past three years learning and developing. I think that he that's how he earned himself his playing time. Yeah. That's why him and Hilton now offset on their uh, roles in um, as the nickel corner now, but I do agree. I think he needs maybe I think as, after the season I'd be willing to look at the option to have him more of a recurring oh, role. Yeah, after especially, the, yeah, yeah. especially because you know Joe Hayden's getting up there in age. We can't rely on him a lot moving forward. We did sign him to a contract, but I think this is his last one. Yeah. I like the idea of having Cam Sutton there to be the guy to be the bridge, but then after that I I'm, I'm totally okay and I'm comfortable with him right now. How long is Steven Nelson's contract? I think it's three years. Because he's a beast. Yeah, it's it's three year,
0: four year, two point nine mil includes a signing bonus of five. That's that's the Kansas City Chiefs signing him. Well, then let's go to the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Three year, twenty five okay. and a half mil. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm cool with that. Sign him for another six. Dude's been insane. <laughs> he has been. He's not someone that the best the best way to tell that a cornerback is good when no one talks about him.
0: Yeah. And that, that's that. a very it's about that and no line. Yep. Same way. Um any other big storylines we missed? I mean, the Browns Ooh. just I mean, they got cooked. Like Jarvis Landry wasn't a crackback block. He scored that touchdown. Then Chubb walks it in
1: and Freddie Kitchen's challenge and they don't
0: get it. It's I was I was reading Daniel's an article.
1: Challenge. I was reading an article today on Bleacher Report, which was really funny when they were talking about how like you could make a six-sided die, and if you roll each one, you can kind of each side essentially counts as who you could blame for that past uh, that, that uh, game. It was funny, but I am curious: who would you blame the most on that loss? Freddie Kitchens. Um, it sucks,
0: but I think we're past the point. Like realistically, in today's world. Yes, it was the refs' fault. But you can't can you can't blame the refs for a loss. Mainly because yeah, they could have bad plays and yeah, everyone wants to blame the refs. But if we're getting down to the simple fact of like from an NFL head office, like front office, who's the blame? It's Freddie Kitchens. Mainly because that challenge is damning, but two. Right. I, I don't think he has the presence of people around him to succeed. He has the talent on the field. I right. don't think they have the assistant coaches, the backup coaches. I don't think they have anything. I, it's John Dorsey and a bunch of talent at this point.
1: Right, and I and I touched on this like when I, as I was watching the game, I texted you. I think that they would be better off with a veteran coach instead of a younger guy. Yeah, and it, and it's and it's yeah. weird and it's weird because me, I hate retreads. I hate going for guys that have had head coaching experience because there's a lot of cases for why it doesn't work out. I was watching the jets game and they, I was watching the jets game and they mentioned how Adam Gase, when he was the head coach in Miami, he didn't have a starting quarterback for half of the games that he coached. Yeah. Which is amazing to me, by the way. It's insane.
0: mm -hmm. Um, no, it's, I like kitchens. It's just, I don't think he's their head coach. And I think that they just wanted it for, to be from within and this and that. Um, it's not uh, a bad idea to keep from within, but like yeah, at the same like I mentioned to you with McVeigh, you have to put guys around him. Like Wade Phillips coming back as a defensive coordinator is insane, and you have to put the right people
1: right. around him for a young coach to succeed. Right. And definitely, Freddie Kitchens does not have the right people around him. No. It's not even close. Now, uh, any other massive news from the weekend,
0: Greg, you want to touch on? <sighs> I mean, Man. I stink at fantasy. It's simple as that. Yeah. Uh, fantasy was a little rough for me, too. My people. Cowboys
1: up. suck. Well, yeah. They're dead to me. I'm kind of, I'm Jerry Jones is probably, like, breathing a sigh of relief that he didn't give Dak that contract yet.
0: Well, he did say, so he came out and said. I will uh, I to, will
1: say, though, that Dak, Dak was shit out of luck that game because he didn't have his two starting tackles, and Amari Cooper got hurt, and Jason Witten can't catch a ball unless it's a touchdown, so. Well, he had a good game. He had, like, seven catches. Well, they needed him to be because they had no other receiving target. Yeah, well, I mean, they had Michael Gallup out there. I
0: mean, yeah. he, they just couldn't get guys open. The pressure was too great. That's Um, but he did say it's not jason garrett's fault he basically said this is on all of us and it's not jason's fault so that was like oh okay jerry
1: i have never understood this man crush that he has on jason garrett man i
0: think it's because he knows it it reminds me a lot and this is going to sound negative it reminds me a lot of pat riley and eric spolstra okay it's we this guy works very hard he's in there but also like i know that if i tell him to do something it's going to
1: happen right jerry jones is not going to bring in a coach that's going to combat him
0: that's how I feel about it.
1: True, but my thing with Spolstra is that I thought the biggest test for Spolstra was how he would run, be a coach of the organization after oh, yeah, the LeBron very thing. Oh, he's well. And, he yeah. d- and he's done very well. Garrett, though, it's like... But... I don't I'm, see growth with him, you Yeah, know? but, I mean, the difference there is that Eric Spolstra had
0: LeBron. Eric Spolstra will That's never true. get another ring, he just had LeBron. Right. That's like, uh, if Tom Brady proved that he could be as great at any team he went to, and he went to Dallas... And then they won a Super Bowl, and you're hoping how Garrett does after the problem with Jason Garrett is that their talent has just not come at the same time. Right? They now have a number one defense, but their wide receivers hurt, and
1: their running back had to hold out. It was shit. right. It was like when they had the best offensive line in all of football; their defense was still Swiss cheese. Yeah. So it's just they've never been able to and they had find their, their McFadden. At their oh room. god! <laughs> yeah, and they've never been able to kind of be succinct when it comes their- to that. It's like looking at it's like looking at uh, the Steelers this year. We finally have speed on our defense, and but we yet lost A, B, when we have no quarterback, <laughs> yeah. It's like you can never unless you're the Patriots, you are just never able to get everything perfectly well, aligned. The teams that do have it aligned are the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl, okay. The Carolina
0: Panthers Super Bowl appearance, mm. the Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. All against the Patriots. One was a win. Or no, did the Panthers play the...
1: No, No, Panthers did not. No, no, Panthers played the Broncos. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did they? Yeah, Panthers played the Broncos. They did. Look it up, man. Because I remember watching the Super Bowl at your apartment, and then we also watched the opener at your apartment, too, where they played each other in a Super Bowl rematch. The opener. Mm Mm-hmm. Who was the quarterback? Was it Peyton's last Super Bowl? Uh, No, it was not his last Super Bowl. It was That the... was
0: when they were the best offense.
1: Yeah, and then the Legion of Boom shut them down. And then the other one was
0: when they were the best defense. Yep. Interesting. They were 15-1. The Panthers are good, man. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Two Beers Deep tonight. Um, we are back
1: on Facebook Thursday. This was essentially an XFL preview show and I kind (laughs) of like it. I like it. We're going to do some different stuff. I like the XFL. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. We got, we got some good weeks coming up. I think we're going to have to start touching on the NBA soon. The the NBA, the NHL,
0: obviously we'll touch on that, but, uh, This is predominantly football people that listen to it, so we won't kill ourselves with the live show. We'll we'll discuss more and more on the live show. Right, we might have to extend it to an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But all right, guys, thank you so much. Tune in on Thursday to our Facebook page for
1: the live show. All right, guys, see you then.